Well, hello there, friends, foes, actual men, women, children, and then new modified men, women, and children. This is a show that brings us all together. We can all laugh. This is not the Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Ellen, Jimmy Colbert show. This is totally different. You're watching The Right Show. This podcast, also a vlog cast. It's a video. We're all hanging out together. And thank you for tuning in today. Gay Pride Month finally sashays its way out of our lives. Get ready to watch a bad grad, watch McDonald's turn into Black Donald's and end up like a Smack Donald's. Don't forget, Democrats can still not define what a woman is. I'm gonna prove that to you. And you get two, not one, but two Kayvon comedy clips right here on The Right Show, a support group for normal people. Let's go. Episode 116, all of our numbers are up, trending in the right direction, so let's go. I want you to put in the comments where you live. I might be doing a show there soon. I just got done doing a show in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now I grew up in Vegas, hometown, but I'm not here very often. So when I'm in Las Vegas, I try, try, try to get on TV and do a good job entertaining fans. You get to see Channel 3, even if you weren't in Las Vegas. Take a look. Nationally touring comedian Kayvon is making a stop here in Las Vegas, and you can catch him all weekend long. He joins me now live with more on what you can expect from his show. Kayvon, welcome. Hey, what a great opportunity, man. So happy to have you. And as we mentioned, he nationally tours everywhere. But guess what? He is one of us. He is from Las Vegas, born and raised. So this is a homecoming for you. Yes, I'm the most famous half-Persian comedian in the entire world. Wow. But to come back to Vegas and show <laughs> off a little bit, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, and this time around, you're taking your four-legged friend with you on tour. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so my dog officially passed graduation. He's now a uh, service dog. Mm -hmm. He did that all online. And so now <laughs> he gets the vest, and he can go on airplanes with me, rental cars. They can't kick him out, so it's totally allowed. Here's him uh, in the video. He's very comfortable on so the road. Cute. Look at him. What's his name? His name is Reno. Reno. That's where I was born, and Aww. he's a boxer. So yeah, you want to come see me on the road? You might. You might see Reno at the show. Yeah, because sometimes he likes to barge in and be like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Yes, when he hears my voice on stage, he thinks I'm like calling for him or something. I'm trying to do a show. And one time he was tied to the back table, and in between jokes that weren't doing well, he'd yeah. go. <laughs> I now know what's worse than crickets is a dog crying for the owner during the show. He's like letting you know how it's going. Oh, but I love that he's in tune with you. Yes, he really uh, is. Speaking of being in tune, or should we say not being in tune, you just found out that you've been wearing the wrong shoe size your whole yeah. entire so, life. So I'm always on tour. I don't go to doctors, okay? If okay. something goes wrong, you know, I just gargle salt water, hope that fixes it. <laughs> but now that I'm back in Vegas, on Monday I went to the podiatrist, shout out to Dr. Henry. And he's like, you're not a size 10, you're a size 12 shoe. What? I go, you gotta be kidding. And he goes, and your shoes are too stylish. You need like a, a rigid shoe. So I don't know if you can see this in the frame here, but now I'm, oh. I'm, I'm outfitted with it. This is nice, I'm lifting my leg for you. <laughs> Look at these. These are orthopedic. I feel like Forrest Gump in these. Now, what's going on? Why, why? Is that because you were wearing the wrong size? I want to look good on stage. I want, you know, small shoes. But I, I guess women like bigger feet, I've been told. And so, you know. That's what they say. Yeah. And then I don't know why, but that's there, there, there's a There's a video with Ludacris wearing shoes this size. Right there is Ludacris. So he's giving me courage to be oh, myself. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if Luda can do it, I can do it too, you know. So don't be ashamed of who you are. Just look for some inspiration oh from other gosh. celebrities. That's the first time I've seen yeah. that video. Yeah. You don't look like that. Just no. but, well, I way. can do it. I got my Ludacris shoes, my Ludacris flows, my Ludacris t-shirt, my Ludacris clothes. <laughs> hey! 
Okay. That was pretty good. That's a freestyle. That's what they Thank call a freestyle you. on the ones and twos. Yes. You can come <laughs> to see me. I'm at the Oyo. It used to be the Hooters. You can bring your boys. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And he'll be there all weekend long. Yes. You guys also have some live music, so that's cool. Yes, People it's called it Vegas Stand Up and Rock. So yeah. it's Stand Up at 7 p.m. That's my show. And then there's live rock and roll music. I hope uh, anyone who sees this video, uh, this, this take here, if they will hit me up on Instagram or Facebook and say, I saw your big shoes, you're going to get a free ticket. I'm giving away 20 free what? tickets right now. I never do that. Just from, just from watching us right yes, now. Yes, just say, I saw your big shoes on Channel 3 with LaToya. There you go. I love it. So that's pretty cool. 20 people, the first 20, 20 first people. First 20 people because I used to be in Vegas and they do those radio things. Yeah. And I was never the first. I never got to win. So I Same. want people I want people <laughs> in Vegas to win. Even if the penny slots didn't treat you right, you're going to win if you call. You know what, Kayvon? We want you to win. Yes. He's I'm one winning. of us, people. So go out and see him. Again, he's going to be at Oyo at the Comedy Club yes. there uh, behind the Flamingo, right? In that's that right. area. You can see him all weekend long. Right. You can start seeing him and get those free tickets if you go to his. And What's all you can IG? drink. All you can drink for 25 bucks. My IG oh, is at KVON Comedy. I'm okay. the only comedian named Kayvon. The only comedian named mm -hmm. Kayvon. Half Persian. Best one in the world. In the world, you know. It's really cool to be known as that. It's so cool to be Kayvon. All right. Good luck to you and Thank all the you best. Thank you so much. That yeah, was fun. you were so fun. Come here, boy. Where are you? Reno. <laughs> Let's check in. Where'd Reno go? I was doing the news and the, the, I lost the dog. Anyways, the fact is that was Channel 3. I hope you enjoyed it right there. That was a lot of fun. And when I first started doing news interviews, um, they can go very poorly very quickly. That was a long segment, but when you're up there, it feels like only 30 seconds a minute. That was like four and a half, five minutes. So you got to pack in a lot of stories, a lot of jokes, and not get too ahead of yourself. You still got to be in the moment. I hope you enjoyed me on Channel 3 and many more on Channel 4. Now, if you want to know what a comedy show with me looks like, here is a sneak peek from one of my comedy shows recently. Put it on TikTok, put it on Instagram. These little short reels, under a minute, are very popular right now. I want you to vote in the comments. Who was your favorite genie, Robin Williams or Will Smith? While you're putting that in the comments, we're going to watch a clip. Go. Cobb's Comedy Club. This place has history. Robin Williams used to come here. Robin Williams. We love Robin Williams. That's right. He was the best genie, wasn't he? Then they did, they did a live action remake, and they made Will Smith the genie. Where if you rub the lamp three times, he comes out and slaps you, goes back in. <laughs> Stop, stop, rubbing the, stop rubbing the lamp. Keep the lamp's name out your mouth. I thought that would be a very funny concept for the live action remake is if you start rubbing the lamp, it turns out it's actually Jada Pinkett's head and, and out of her head comes Will Smith and quit rubbing my, quit rubbing my bald ass headed wife's head. Stop doing that and keep her head out your mouth. So, or he should tell her, keep August's head out your mouth. Somebody's got to keep somebody's head out of somebody's mouth. We'll be back with a whole lot more. Thank you for tuning into The Right Show, the only show where you can put your comments, and we'll highlight them right after this. If you want to know where to find really funny comedy specials, go on Dry Bar Comedy. Netflix says anything goes. Dry Bar is like we want you to be clean. So you can watch a Dry Bar Comedy clip with your friends, your family, your mom, your grandma, and your daughter-in-law. So don't worry about it. No one will cringe. It's PG-13. Go on the Dry Bar app, type in KVON, and get a free trial to watch about 500 clean comedians. I have two comedy specials on there. My first one was so popular, they said, do you want to do it again? I said, yes. They go, what do you want to title it? I said, let's title it, Say It Again. Take a look at it right Ladies here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Kayvon.
so much. Hey, I thought that was a lot of fun. And you know what else is fun? Is I lived for 15 years in California. Now, regardless of what the politicians are doing to it now, and the home resistant, not homeless, home resistant, they don't want that. They don't want to live in a home. If you gave them $100, they wouldn't look for any place to stay for the night. They would spend it on an addiction. So, regardless of what you think, California is still very cool, especially when it's run by better people. Take a look at this little uh, ditty. Someone took all the different mentions of California in one track and put it in a monster track. Take a look. That was a lot of fun. Whoever put that together, good work on the little DJ thing. And that was that must not have been easy. Now it's time to get into the nitty gritty of the right show. Growing concerns over white supremacy in America. BLM takes over a McDonald's. Now, if you ever wonder what Black Lives Matter brings to every community, they teach their followers that you're a victim if you're this color, you're an oppressor if you're that color, and if you're always a victim, then whatever you do is okay. Watch how BLM treats your local McDonald's. No wonder the ice cream machine is always broken. Growing concerns over white supremacy in America as President Biden issues this new warning about the threat that it poses. The most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. 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 So they stole the cash register now. Not only is there a hundred of them in there doing it, there's another 40 or 50 accessories to the crime as they're just giggling and laughing and filming it. Joe Biden says that white supremacy is the biggest problem we face in this country today. The most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. That is a pander to the radical left. Did you see any white supremacist in that video? I can show you a video like that in every major city happening every single weekend from spring break until today with no days off. So did it look like a McDonald's or Baghdad? White supremacy. The point is that if you believe white supremacy is the biggest problem, then you have to be blind to what's really going on. But if you want to call those white supremacists, white supremacy. you have to differentiate. Those indeed are dark white supremacists. So maybe Joe Biden means dark white supremacy is the biggest problem we're facing in America. And if he labels it like that, maybe he can uh, help us fix this problem. What would happen if Michael Jackson played tennis? Well, this TikToker took it to the next level. He reenacts it. Take a look. Very fun.
that was nice, man. So I hope you like that. And as you can see, there's two different kinds of people. On this show, we don't say that one group is a criminal and the other one isn't. We say, and what we've always said, is there are criminals out there and we don't care what color they are. We will talk negatively about them because they're making our life horrible. And there are good people out there and we will talk positively about them and make them into our kind of uh, people we look up to, maybe uh, some, someone we use as a mentor or even an idol. So if we don't like someone, let's say LeBron James, because he's not that good at basketball, he flops around, he cries, he complains, he said that the world is full of racism. We don't like him. That is not racist to not enjoy what he's offering. And then we do like Michael Jordan, and he's the same color. So stop trying to make us all feel the same. That guy was cool. Little Michael Jackson with a little hee-hee playing tennis. Take a look one more time. And what I love about that is he's not bothering you on a subway train. He's not like that one wannabe Michael Jackson impersonator that was also punching and kicking people. He's just doing the moves, not causing any trouble. Hats off to that. And what we do on this show is we give them a big round of applause. Yes. <laughs> Moving right along. Entertainment can be very dangerous. Now, when I get on that stage and do comedy, nobody knows that there could be an accident. The lights are bright in your eyes. The stage, sometimes you don't know where the end of it is. People fall off. You've seen that before. People trip. People get hurt. The rigging falls on your head. Or in this case, this gentleman hit himself in the head with his own microphone. I've done it to myself, not to this degree, but I know it is an occupational hazard. Take a look. I don't even know how that happened. I just chose to watch it three times in a row. I think he does a swing of the mic thing quite a bit. And I think the guitarist clipped his long cord, which made it shorter. Have you seen those Chinese or those ninja movies? Uh, maybe Japanese. The ladies have those spikes on the end of a stick. And they put their hand in it to shorten it and then shoot it across. I don't know. I'm not a ninja. But uh, please tell me what you think happened there. And ooh, that hurt. If you could see at the end, the blood was pouring in. As they say, the show must go on. Speaking of the show must go on, my upcoming tour dates right around the corner. I want to put them on the screen for everyone to see. Even if you don't live in one of these cities, why don't you tell one of your friends who does, get a ticket, let's go. Brandon, everybody can come laugh at these shows. Now we just finished Las Vegas, so I got Laughlin coming up, Minneapolis, Phoenix, Austin, Dallas, Mondovi, Wisconsin, never even heard of it, Irvine, a private party. You can have your own private party. Hit me up. San Diego, Vancouver, Raleigh, and then a little bit of DC action. Those are the upcoming shows on KvonComedy.com. Not hard to find. Don't ask me what dates or what. Go on KvonComedy.com. Figure it out. We have been selling so many of these t-shirts. I love Vietnamese soup, and there's a soup called pho. So if you don't like these shirts or the merchandise here, uh, then go fi yourself. During the pandemic, they shut down a lot of these restaurants. I was like, I have an idea for a Vietnamese restaurant. We'll make it a drive-through only Vietnamese restaurant. Drive-through only, you take the ingredients, you eat them at home. I already got the name picked out. Go fi yourself. 
Politicians like, you're not essential. Go fight yourself. We open. Vietnamese. Vietnamese, that's my favorite kind of Asian. You know why I like Vietnamese? Because the food is delicious. They have a soup. It's spelled P-H-O. You ever heard of that soup? Yeah. Yep. When I went there, first time, I go, can I try your pho? The lady's like, it's not pho, it's pho. Then I realized the name of her restaurant was hilarious. It was good for you. I'm like, damn, that's funny, man. I'm like, this is good for me. That's good. But then I started looking for Vietnamese food all around the world. I went to Las Vegas. I kid you not, there's a lady there named Kim Long. So she opened her own restaurant and named it after herself. It's called Pho Kim Long. Accident? I don't know. I hope you enjoyed that. And all of those items can be purchased on teespring.com slash go Kevin O'Leary. You might know Kevin O'Leary. He decides to throw Bud Light in the Shark Tank. Now, if you're wondering why Bud Light can't just make one can for Dylan Mulvaney, why can't Bud Light just make one can for Dylan Mulvaney, and why is that such a big deal with all these bigots? Well, that's not really the totality of the situation. Bud Light has marketed itself for, I don't know, a hundred years as the beer of Americans. Horses, red, white, and blue. So you're crossing streams, okay? It's like if all of a sudden Metallica wants to do a children's show on pony rides while still playing death metal for the kids. I don't, actually, that sounds pretty cool. But anyways, you can always do mashups, but you gotta decide if this is gonna fit for your brand. And some college grad, some loser who's been out of school for four years, she didn't help start Bud Light. She didn't help build Bud Light. She just got out of college and goes, you know the problem with Bud Light? Too many like guys and men and like single and like frat guys drink it. We should change it to a trans beer. Well, this is what happened. So watch Kevin O'Leary say it in a much more uh, professional way. Budweiser was the American beer. It took decades to build that brand and they blew it up in 30 hours. And Target wants to sell to everybody, everybody, obviously. And they've made a huge mistake. Do you ever hear a CEO of that represents a company ever talking about abortion? Never, because that is an issue that will never be resolved. It's a personal issue. It's a family issue. It's a religious issue. It's partisan forever. You don't touch it. Same thing with politics, same thing with gender identity. Everybody has a personal opinion about it. When you actually get involved in a fight like that, you lose 50% of your constituents. That's right. So you got to be ready to lose 50% of your audience. Now, there's not a lot of trans fans out there, okay? I mean, this is something that maybe people are dealing with, but it's not like a huge group where it's like, well, you know, I'm a, I happen to be Persian. Uh, my dad's from Iran. My mom's American. So if I do all my jokes only for Persians, the market's this big, okay? And then you got to really wonder, do I want to go for a market this big or expand? So that's what we're doing here. Now, I do think Bud Light technically is a good name for a trans beer because Bud, if you chop it off, you're going to get lighter. Bud Light. It's up to you. Tell me what you think in the comments. If Bud Light should be the trans beer of choice, we'll be right back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. We've all heard of Black Lives Matter, but have you ever heard of Black Grads Matter? Watch how this black graduate handles the best day of her life. And just know, this is not just a bunch of hoodlums. These are the smartest that BLM can possibly get. A graduate at the college level, and yet this is still how they behave. Okay, go! Go! Let's go! You didn't let me get my moment, so I want to say, my name is Khadija Tadiano, and I'm graduating today. Hey, oh, yeah. 
Yes. Snatch the mic out of my head. So today is gonna be all about me. Oh, drops the mic. Congratulations! Wow, drops the mic. Congratulations! The problem with that is this is a graduation day. <laughs> So uh, we're wondering what's going on here. Well, you know, we see them destroying McDonald's, we see them robbing Target, but we think, well, there's differences here. Those people aren't graduates of a college degree. Then you see college degree, uh, same behavior. So what is happening? Well, let's let her explain for herself. She claims that the lady holding the mic was racist. That's why she had to strong arm it out of her possession. I want you to put in the comments right now before we get that far, do you think the lady holding the mic was racist or do you think a BLM was lying? Uh, because that's what it is. We all know Juicy Smollett's lied. Bubba uh, Smollett's lied. The, the race car driver. Lewis Hamilton, he's a liar. Meghan Markle is a liar. So please put in the comments while we watch this part. This is her explanation. But do you think the white lady holding the mic was racist, the dean of the college, or is the BLMer lying? Okay, go. Let's go. Let's go. You didn't let me get my moment. story time basically what happened was um i was walking on and we had to announce our names and say our name before we get on the stage so i was saying my name and she literally i was my name is long my name obviously i have like three syllables of my name i'm not gonna say exactly my name right now but okay just so you get a point so i didn't even finish getting to say my name and then the people that went before me and everything, they all got to say their name, their major, and even extras. And me and another girl noticed that she was putting the mic, she was pulling the mic down super fast for some black people. I don't want to be that person, but that was the tea. So, I mean, I just couldn't let her... I just couldn't let that happen because I just feel like I worked so hard to graduate and went through so much shit to graduate that I just felt like I had to reclaim my moment. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not a problematic person. I don't want to ruin no one's day. I don't want to violate anybody. But that's what she did. She didn't even let me finish speaking. She put the mic down, cut me off. And that was the only time I was able to speak. So I just feel like that wasn't right. I didn't have anyone to come to my graduation, so oh well, I still did it. So let's go over that very briefly. Now, you just heard her explanation, and she said the dean was holding the mic, letting everyone say their name, and she noticed for the black girls, she was pulling the mic away a little faster than the others. Now, this is all perceived. Uh, this is just from her point of view, and uh, I tend to err on the side of she's a complete liar because uh, the reason is um, even if she pulled it away, you can still graduate. We weren't allowed to speak at my graduation. We just crossed the stage. They said our name and we waved and got. So the fact that you even get to say your own name, they probably mispronounced half the names at our graduation, but we were there for a bigger purpose. We got our piece of paper. We were done with college. Peace. She wanted to make it her moment like a Kanye West. She assaulted the woman made it about herself, walked around, and then she threw the mic on the ground. Now, 
Even if you felt like you didn't get to say your piece, what's the throwing the mic on the ground part? Then you find out she's a TikToker trying to get famous. Then you find out she's like a Colin Kaepernick trying to get more subscribers and more sponsorships. So what's the one thing they always weaponize? Racism. As if there's any racism in America. Really. I mean, you're already graduating. The biggest, richest singer is Beyonce. The biggest, richest rapper is Jay-Z. The biggest, richest comedian is Kevin Hart. The biggest, richest actor is The Rock. The last president that did eight years was Obama. So there, The biggest, richest talk show host, Oprah Winfrey. There is no racism in America. They're running low on racism, so they're having to find it anywhere they can. And that's what she found. Even more disturbing than that is not that just she acted like a kanene. We all know a Karen is an annoying white woman who bothers people according to Google search. Well, they need a new term. They need the kanene. That's an annoying black woman who bothers everyone at their graduation. So this kanene actually had no idea that all the people would be supporting her in the comments. If you watch the video, this is the worst part. You go down in the comments on Facebook and so many fellow citizens of America on the radical left are BLM going good for her. I'm glad she did that. She better get her moment. That woman was racist. I believe her. Well, guess what? It turns out another student who's also black said, no, there was no racism. I graduated too. She a Kanene for real. Take a look. Okay, go. Let's go. Let's go. So that video is a little hard to watch, but um, I too graduated from LaGuardia Community College yesterday, class of 2023. Um, I was there. Everyone had the opportunity to say their first and last name. No one said anything more. No one said anything less. Um, the young lady, I understand it was her moment. Um, I feel like she went around about that the wrong way. Um, no one was discriminated against. No one was racially profiled. No one was trying to discriminate against her. And to be totally honest, she handled this very poorly. Um, I'm sorry that she felt like she had a, a bad experience, but she, this was the only issue all day yesterday. The ceremony was great. Everything else was great. The ceremony was great. Hundreds of other black people graduated that day. Men, women, children, undecided. A couple Dylan Mulvaney's probably walked across, tucked it in and just graduated. But one Kanene spoils the whole bunch. So if you're a true patriot, regardless of color, you need to stand up against BLM and say, we're not gonna pretend we're victims. We are not gonna snatch mics, throw it on the ground, break open into a McDonald's, knock over the ice cream machine and say, we're victims. No, we're gonna call it out. So. When you first saw what I said, you thought, oh, this is kind of racial, but you just heard from one of the black students who had the same thoughts I did, and we agreed. So it's not a, a white versus black issue. I'm Persian, they're African-American, doesn't matter to me. This is right versus wrong. Democrats don't want you to know that. They want to weaponize our race against each other. So now, you heard it first here on The Right Show. Please put in the comments, do you think the Kanene was okay? Or the Kanene? needs to act better next time. And we say no way. Ms. Robinson, do you agree with Ms. Gaines that there's a difference between women and men? If the question is about trans women... I'm just asking, is there a difference between women and men? I mean, what I can say here is that the NCAA has rules in place. They've had rules in place for the last decade, and when this competition okay, okay, happened, I'm, I'm try the again. rules were clear. Do you believe there's a difference between women and men? Democrats have always been anti-women. Now, they use women. They want your vote, women. 
They promised to be on your side. But as soon as they got you under their tent, they immediately start weaponizing trans or people who want to be women or pretend they're women or think they're women against you. And now you're going to have to compete in sports against them. You're not going to get promoted at work as the first woman admiral because Rachel Levine, that guy is the first woman admiral. And on and on it goes. So get ready, ladies. You're about to lose everything to the woke mob. And if you speak up, you're going to be called a horrible person by your PTA group, the Teachers Association, social media. You'll get banned. That's why we all hang out here at The Right Show, a support group for normal people. Watch how hard it is for a Democrat to answer, what is a woman? Ted Cruz can't even get a straight answer. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Title IX was a landmark civil rights law. It helped create the incredible breadth of women's sports and girls' sports that we see across the country. I believe in girls' sports. I believe in women's sports. I'm the proud father of two daughters who are both athletes. I think participating in competitive sports is a wonderful thing for a young girl. I think it is a wonderful thing for a woman. And I think, unfortunately, today's Democrat Party has decided that women's sports and girls' sports no longer matters and they're willing to push radical legislation designed to destroy girls' sports and women's sports. Ms. Gaines, I want to thank you for your courage. You are relatively young, but you have demonstrated incredible courage. And because you have dared to speak up, you have been demonized, you have been vilified, I saw when you were attacked by a leftist mob at San Francisco State University for daring to speak up. You had an incredible record as a swimmer at the University of Kentucky. You were a two-time NCAA All-American. You were a five-time SEC champion. You were at, you're an SEC record holder and a two-time Olympic trial qualifier. But yet on March 27, 2022, something changed. What happened on March, 26, uh, on March 17, 2022? That's when Thomas and I raced in the 200 freestyle and again resulted in a tie. And so you tied. What, what was the consequence of tying? We went behind the awards podium where typically you're handed your trophy, you're marched out, you're named an All-American. And so we go back there and the official looks at both Thomas and myself and says, great job, but you guys tied. And we only have one trophy Therefore, we're giving this trophy to Leah. And I question this, and I say, why? And at first, I, I shortened it in my testimony, but really, he stumbled on his words. He didn't know how to answer this. And at first, he's, uh, well, we're just doing this in chronological order, to which I further pressed, and I said, okay, well, what are you being chronological about? Because we tied. And if we're doing this off alphabetical order, G comes before T, so what are you being chronological about? To which this wasn't a script they had prepared for him. And he actually appreciated his honesty. He did say, we have to give the trophy for Leah because we, Leah has to have it for pictures. They've, they've made that clear. Leah has to have the trophy for pictures. You can pose with this trophy, but you have to give yours back. You have to go home empty-handed. Leah Thomas takes the trophy home. End of story. Now, let me ask you, someone who's competed at, at the elite level, in your experience, is, is, is there a difference between women and men? Of course. I think we learned this at a very young age, watching even 12 and unders play. Going through puberty causes irreversible um, advantage that no matter the training, no matter the diet, no matter any alterable um, change you can make, 
will overcome that male advantage, especially in sports like swimming where lung capacity matters so much. Um, even something as silly as throat size, men have on average a 40% larger throat, which sounds like it's nothing. But when you're grasping for air, that 40% larger throat makes a huge difference in athletic success, not to mention height. Um, you guys know the differences. Ms. Robinson, do you agree with Ms. Gaines that there's a difference between women and men? If the question is about trans women... I'm just asking, is there a difference between women and men? I mean, what I can say is that the NCAA has rules in place. They've had rules in place for the last decade, and when this competition okay, okay, happened, I'm, I'm gonna try again. the rules were clear. Do you believe there's a difference between women and men? It, it's a yes-no question. It is, it, do you believe there's a difference? Oh, I think that we're talking about this case with the NCAA. No, I'm asking a question. Do you believe there's a difference between women and men? Most think, people could answer this very simply. I'm curious if you're willing to do so. Oh, absolutely. I'm just putting it into the context of the conversation that we're having. I think that there are definitions related to sex. Is that that a yes? So I'm trying to get a yes or no. I'm not trying to get get a speech. Is there a difference between women and men? I think that there are definitions for biological sex. So you're not answering that. Let me ask you this question then. Why do women's sports exist? If you can't define a difference between women and men, why not abolish women's sports and just tell little girls to swim with little boys and see who wins? Oh, I'm simply saying that um, that sex My is different question, than gender. Why and I do, do believe why that women's, do women's sports, sports have a great exist? value. I mean, Senator, I'll tell M- you right M- Ms. now. Ms. Robinson, please answer the question I'm asking you. Absolutely. Why do women's sports exist? I think that there are so many positive benefits to sports. But I mean, why have a separate category for women? If, if, you, if there's no difference between women and men, why to have women's sports? I'm saying that there's a difference between sex and gender and that the NCAA has rules in place, which they have for the so last Mr. decade. Mr. Chairman, I, I would like to enter into the to record an, an article from Duke, Duke Law called Comparing Athletic Performances for the Best Elite Women to Boys and Men. And it goes through examining in 2017 the top records for women in the world in various track and field events. So, for example, in the 100 meter, the top record for women in the world was 10.71 seconds. Now, that record for the number one woman in the world in 2017 was in the year 2017 broken by 124 boys under 18. In that same year, the record for the number one competing woman in, in, in the 100 yard, 100 meter dash in the world was broken by a total of 2,474 men. If the radical Democrat agenda to destroy girls' sports and women's sports succeeds, little girls will not have a chance to compete. So I ask unanimous consent that this article be entered into the record. Without objection. Senator Padilla. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, Colleagues, And that is how you drop the mic. The Kanene earlier who took the mic and threw it down said, this is my moment. No, your moment comes from making a point that is checkmate. You can't quite argue it. Now, the BLMer who was trying to answer questions, the number one female swimmer in the world, Riley Gaines, was saying, yeah, I can't even beat several thousand men, but I'm the number one female college swimmer in the world. Okay, And then, then he asked the BLMer, um, okay, you believe in all these theories. Do you believe there's a difference between men and women? Well, she couldn't answer. Okay, is there a difference? Well, you see, the, what we learned in college, so I always say, a plumber on his first day knows the difference between a man and a woman as soon as he goes in the bathroom and sees what they're flushing down the stalls. And yet, you can go to college for eight years and come out even dumber than when you went in. 
after spending $300,000 for the excursion. So please tell me in the comments, do you believe there's a difference between men and women? Do you believe there should be men's sports and women's sports? Or do you think it should be a free-for-all and we're all equal? The leftist paradise. Now me, I'm a very open-minded guy. I think there should be men's sports for men, women's sports for women, and then a new category for the new category. The X-Men. Ha! Swing! It's either that or the Transformers. They're more than meets the eye. And if they don't tuck it, pull up the Speedo and just... They're a Decepticon. We'll be back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. I'm telling you, the best show available online. Stick around. <laughs> yes. Okay, we always want to end with a nice big laugh. You know, I'm half Persian and by far the most famous half Persian comedian ever to walk the earth. However, I happen to be allergic to my very own culture. Believe it or not, I got an allergy test and it turns out, well, we'll let the comedy clip tell you. And if you like this comedy clip, order the full one hour special. It only costs 12 bucks and we spent $15,000 on it. So if I can get a, I don't know how many, a thousand of you to spend 12 bucks, pays for most of it and we can all laugh a lot. I'll make a new one for you once we get there. Allergy test. And I looked it up and they scratched me all over the place. And it turns out I'm allergic to cats and watermelon. Which, if you don't know about Persians, that really sucks because we're known for cats and watermelon. That's our stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah, Persian cats, and we love watermelon. And when I talk to a group that doesn't know anything about Persians, I just try to make it understandable. I'm like, for a Persian to be allergic to cats and watermelon, that'd be like being Mexican and allergic to tacos and landscaping. Thank you. Yes, that's what I, that was good. It'd be like being Asian and allergic to pho and math problems. Yes, that's what I mean. So, it'd be like being Californian and allergic to Botox and electric vehicles. That's what I'm trying to say. It'd be like being black and also allergic to watermelon. We have that in common. We Persians and black people. We're really all the same if you think about it. Folks, that concludes the Right Show podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun. We saw McDonald's get smashed up. We saw a graduate throw her mic on the ground. We saw Ted Cruz grilling those people who were lying about sports. And we saw me on Channel 3. Many more on Channel 4. We'll do this each and every week if you enjoy it. Please give my podcast five stars on any of your podcast providers. And remember, here we tell truth through comedy, makes it more fun. We wake America up with laughter, and we are a support group for normal people. You just survived episode 116 of The Right Show. See you next week around the same time, and maybe the same place.